0: And I know I have it in front of me somewhere. Oh, there it is. Uh, I'm Craig Collins. I'm filling in for Mark for the next hour, and then I'm doing my three-hour show. And actually, I also did uh, three hours uh, somewhere else, and I think Fish did five hours here. So it's fun. It's fun when people are ill at a radio station. The WJBC forecast from the heart of Illinois, meteorologist Joe Puma. Uh, Today, high of 42, sunny with gradual increasing clouds this evening. Thank God, no snow, I think, is the only thing that this should say. Every single day, it should start, thank God, no snow. Tonight, thank God, no snow, mostly cloudy, and a stray of flurries. Oh, there is snow! Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cool. Sunday, cloudy skies. Monday, mostly cloudy. Highs, 48, 49. That's radio right now. That's living in the Midwest, right, is... Uh, there's going to be like a 75 degree day. I know it's coming. I'm excited for it, and I can't wait for it to then snow the day after. These are the four Italian tenors. <laughs> I think it's because I'm Italian that Mark would take today off and book a guest for me, and the first guest in studio would be promoting the four Italian tenors. That's this is fantastic. This is my grandmother's going to be so happy. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I hope that she can go out with me to that. Sure. Right. Uh, I have She'd Tom. It. I have Tom Rakeshaw in studio. Yep. Uh, Rake Straw. Rake Straw. I just yep. changed your name. No, and it's then okay. Andrew, who informed me <laughs> yeah. that I shouldn't even try. I wouldn't try. <laughs> it's Wegerzynski. Right. Andrew W is there in studio go. as well. Yeah. It's a hurdle. Uh, it, it is for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Bloomington Center for the Performing Arts has a really cool season that you guys are kicking off with the four Italian tenors, no, or has it been kicked off?
1: Yep, we kicked off like uh, August, uh, September. See, and that's, and yep,
0: that's, exactly. okay. that's what I meant. It kicked <laughs> off several months ago, and you're in here for the kickoff interview with me. It's a All double right. kickoff. Yeah, there you, you know, go. Know, quick
1: return, <laughs> offsite <laughs> kick.
0: Yeah, whatever oh. we want to call it. So, the four Italian tenors are the next show on the docket there, uh, tell me a little bit about that show
1: yeah it's really excited uh it 's something you know really accessible i think it's a uh, it 's a great vocalist um some really great um guys that are touring around uh talking singing and it 's a really accessible show
0: yeah yeah it seems to be that
2: uh, andrew did you have something else well, yeah I was, I was about to say one of the best things about it is is they have such a very wide a very wide uh range of songs they do you know you heard a little bit there uh with uh Funicula" that you played mm-hmm. and yep. that's that 's an old opera song. Uh, but they still so they do opera, they do... Uh, but they even do... Some old standards like that's amore. Nice. Yeah. So (laughs) So if you're more into that, the crooner style, then Uh it's also for you.
0: This is fantastic. My grandmother is going to just, she's just getting more and more thrilled (laughs) as you guys say things. Not that that's who you're targeting, but grandma, we're going. (laughs) Um, What else is coming up? What else? What other big things are on the season? Or what else did you have more things you want to say about the four Italian tenors? I don't want to skip over it. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So it's next Wednesday, uh, November 6th. You can grab the tickets now at artsblooming.org or you could call the uh, ticket office at 309-434-2777. Cool.
0: And student tickets are 10 bucks for any students yeah. out there that want to hit yeah. that up. Uh, what comes up after them? What's next on the docket after those guys?
1: Next one, we've got Pirate Penelope and Friends. Now we had Pirate Penelope and her crew in last season. This is a brand-new show. It's free, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to get people familiar and comfortable coming into the theater. Uh, the BCPA, we try to do these once two two times a season where there's just a free, accessible uh, all ages, family friendly. Uh, Sunday afternoon, and that's going to be November seventeenth.
0: I feel like you kind of buried the lead there because there's a little bit more to that title. One hundred <laughs> cats and more is what the show yeah, is. I know there's a hundred cats that are going to be on the stage. Is that a real thing? Well, you well, know, I'm kind not, of. I is can't it?
1: give away the surprise <laughs> of the show, right? That's <laughs> the magic of theater. It's in the
0: title. <laughs> yeah. I think we well, should not have titled it that way. And more. And, so, and more. and, I got the I and got more. You. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So we've got the hundred cats. Uh, basically, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the zoo lady, Mickey Larry, there with that's some awesome. face painting. Okay. Pre-show activities start at 1:30, so sure. there might be some cats that have been brought into the uh, stage. But I think we're, we're don't take your Zyrtec, don't take your Allegra, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. you'll be okay. Yeah. You're going to make it yeah. through
0: it. Wow, that is that is something else. Just traveling with 100 <laughs> cats must be really <laughs> challenging for her. Yeah, isn't the what? saying herding cats? Is that the <laughs> yeah the same exactly You're right? Cats, yeah, that's yeah. really challenging to do. Um, <laughs> tell me some other stuff. I'm I'm new to Bloomington. Sure. I've, I haven't been to the performing uh, the Center for the Performing Arts yet. Yeah, tell me come. some. Yeah, I have to go. Yeah. Tell yeah. me some cool things about. The space, or maybe just cool other things you guys have planned, because I want to learn more about it. Yeah, sure. So the BCPA puts on, uh, it's owned by
1: the city uh, with the Parks and Rec Department. It's uh, one part of that. We put on uh, a season of about 30 shows, uh, everything from touring Broadway. We just had a sold out show of uh, the Carol King musical, Beautiful, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. And we've got some other, the Choir of Man. Uh, we've got Lee Rocker of the Stray Cats. We try to hit everything. Uh, we program for. For everybody, really, in the community, from the family friendly stuff to uh, the ladies' night out to just, just about anything. So, yeah, check out the whole season, artsblooming.org. We're conveniently located in uh, downtown, historic downtown Bloomington. Historic, yeah. I have yeah. two
0: questions then, just looking at what's coming sure. up on the calendar. Yeah. I am curious what Frozen Junior is. What sure. is that?
1: Yeah, so we have pro, we, that is the sort of the final exam of the local theater group that we've had the theater classes put on in the Creativity Center mm-hmm. of the BCPA. So those kids and uh, they'll be putting on the Frozen Junior show. So that's not like a touring or anything like okay. that. That's just like the local, their final sort of uh, project of Got the it. season. It's not but it's open Disney to the thing. public. It's not connected no. to the no. no. Okay. No. 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 But it's uh, the mouse isn't involved. Right. Yeah. There's no
0: Anna. There's, There's no. no... Mouse. Yeah. It's okay. not Disney Plus. at Good. Good to so, know. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Bandstand is a Tony winning uh, Broadway musical that's coming. Is that yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited for that one. With Veterans Day right around the corner, we're really pushing that one. It's a. It's sort of an homage to the fifties uh they come back from ww2 and it's just a great uh great sounding musical yeah
0: wow that sounds like a yeah. lot of fun yeah, uh, we how don't... quickly do those things sell out
1: really fast i okay. think with beautiful uh, we announced in late august uh early september and it was at 600 seats sold out uh, just after the arts partner it was really fast got it yeah. so
0: what's the best strategy then for making sure that i get tickets to this kind of stuff how do i how do yeah. i go about that should i be sleeping outside <laughs> is that the way to do it <laughs> well, you can become I mean, an arts partner you and okay. you get
1: like first steps which is kind of cool
0: oh well, how do i do that yeah oh well that's uh, really simple
2: all you have to do is uh call um uh Cara, well sorry uh call monica uh at the bcpa with mm-hmm. 309-434-2768 and uh she can help you out with that system yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's how you become an arts partner um, and through that, you get access to shows. You get, uh, depending on what tier level you get, you can get some nice parking. So yeah, it's nice. always
0: yeah. always
3: beneficial.
2: Yeah.
0: And if when I call Monica, I do like a little wink, wink on the phone, I'm like, "Hey, man, put me at the top of the <laughs> yeah. list of people," then I can I can inch my way up even more. Or is that an off the air conversation? Maybe it, we don't m- take okay. Mike's off yeah, for yeah, that. Okay. All right. All right. And Andrew. <laughs> is that a commercial break. I had? <laughs> right, yeah. <Just> a, yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we need to take no, a break. No, not right at all. No, yeah. Right. No, it's not possible. There's okay. We got I told you guys I was Italian, and I'm from the East Coast, so I got to try. Right. Right. The four Italians coming up bringing grandma she'd love it right she's gonna love it I, oh, yeah. I i'm gonna love it it's not just for her this is i'm going for me right we got yeah. a lot more to talk about with both of you guys but i got to take a break uh, it's a whirlwind day here at wjbc because we're all filling in for other shifts uh, i know you guys you're also going to talk to mark again right you got a guest coming in with mark yeah. next yep. week. Oh, next we week. sure do awesome cool so we'll hear from you guys again next week but give me a break here and a little bit more with you guys in just a minute on
4: the craig jbc.com now back to the Craig Collins show on WJBC.
0: I like the off-air conversation as much as the on-air conversation sometimes and you are absolutely right it could not hurt at all for Tom Brady to join the Chicago Bears. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I mean it's whoa. not it doesn't can only mean, go up. Whoa. Right, now, I know I'm leading in with the right stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are right? Packers fans, yeah, is that what I mean? Correct. I'm Packers fans. Okay, yeah. so you're both Please idiots. don't tune on. Oh, the radio. Wow. Program, right? yes. <laughs> wow. Just shuts off our mics. Yeah. You know. No, actually, uh, <laughs> yes. one of my best friends growing up was a huge Brett Favre fan. That's how you oh, say yeah, his yeah, name, yeah. right? Sure. Favre. Favre. Yeah. That's how it's spelled. Favre. Educated people probably say Favre. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know he threw the most interceptions of any quarterback in the history of the NFL? Were you guys aware of that? Oh, yeah. What's his name? Broke his record. Did guy. somebody break his record? Colour did Colour didn't. Cutler did no. the record? No, oh, Cutler didn't. Are you sure? No way. That record will
1: stand forever.
0: Forever. Because Brett Pride. Favre would drop back and throw it somewhere. He probably had all those. You
1: know, he the Super Bowl rings. Maybe that was thrown off Aim or oh, something. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like this. We can just talk about sports <laughs> with you guys. You're here to promote <laughs> no, <we're> something <laughs> completely different. I've got Tom. I've got Andrew in studio. We're talking about the upcoming season, the uh, Bloomington Center of Performing Arts season. And actually, you guys will be on again next week with Mark, who had to be off today. Sure. Uh, yeah. Who's coming in studio next week?
2: Uh, so what we will end up having happen is uh, Barbara Behegby of Wyndham Hill, a uh, great um, group who is going to be doing their winter solstice, tour in December mm-hmm. uh, at the BCPA on December 13th. Uh, she'll be in studio uh, or not in studio on the phone with nice. Mark uh, and they'll be talking a little bit about that show coming up so that'll be
0: next Friday though cool don't yeah. get that today for you so. right yeah <laughs> no I, yeah, I couldn't have any of that stuff you get us I think it was even scheduled and like oh it's Craig a let's cancel plot. all that yeah, it's yeah, exactly. let's get line, rid of man. all that stuff and just see if he likes the Packers too I do not <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that guys so I had a couple more questions I love sure. the theater um, I was working in Peoria for a while and made a relationship out there and the guy had mentioned to me the guy running the venue, that he loves to have no empty days or at right. least no empty weekends. So I think, talking off the air, you guys mentioned to me that you have a similar approach to that. How do you do that? How do you keep that space occupied and doing things all sure. the time? Sure, yeah, it's a, a great community treasure. We're really
1: lucky to have it. Dave Young is the facilities manager there, the BCPA. Feel free to call him for any rentals. of. We've got weddings in there. We've got receptions. We have the Kiwanis pancake breakfast uh, You know, every year. It's just a great uh, meeting place and a great... Uh, great facility. So yeah, get, feel free to give him a call at
0: 309-434-2777 and they'll point you in the right direction. Cool. Uh and how early are you guys booked out? So like when you create this season, when you have this calendar, how how early on in this process is it completely full?
1: Uh yeah, I mean we we present the season at about 30 shows and then they sort of lock in those dates and then we we get the and we sort of build the stuff around that so we can take rentals, people uh, you know, if they drop in with a, to a traveling tour or something like that, like if we could get Dylan, you know, back in the area, like they did at ISU and just drop that in, cool. that was, I heard that was a great show. Yeah. So. Really jealous in this. <laughs> thing, it was. I was
0: there. I Andrew wins. Yeah, so. I to be there. Uh, you were there. How, oh yeah. How how was the show? Absolutely amazing. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hour and, and
2: forty five minutes of great music.
0: And you feel like now you've seen Dylan perform too, which I imagine in and of itself is like one of those checkbox things. It's surreal. Yeah, it's okay. kind of
2: surreal. So yeah, if we can get him at the BCPA, that's that's <laughs> the next
0: goal. I think. You probably should have approached him that night. You were yeah, out. Right. You were there. Hey I, man, come on. We <laughs> yeah. got another
2: venue. Do its second show now. Right. He doesn't let cell phones in his theater, but if okay. I just ran down there, it would yeah. been fine. I
0: think you can tackle a famous person. I think that's okay. Nothing bad happens when you tackle famous people. Shoot. This is what you've now learned on the Craig Collins show. Thank you. The more is, you know, right, right? Mark is so grateful that I'm in today. Yeah, yeah, when right. a bunch of people get arrested for following that advice, it's Mark's fault, not mine. This <laughs> is still technically his show. Just just Mark send Howard Strauss. out
2: every event, and I'll be there. <laughs> Howard Packowitz, he'll be on the scene. Yeah. To, to Howard get will fine. be on the scene to I'll rip, give him rip him you. A live interview.
0: Right. He'll be on the scene to rip you off whatever celebrity <laughs> you've just tackled. Exactly. Uh, you guys are great. You go above and beyond. Thank By the you. way, Brett Favre. Just not a good quarterback. Come on, let's all be honest. Come on. He was a slinger. They said they called him a slinger.
2: He's the gunslinger. Yeah,
0: he's a gunslinger.
2: He He throws a lot of picks. He said he was always looking for a home run.
0: Well, (laughs) every throw. I don't know what he was looking for. From the heart of Illinois, meteorologist Joe Puma has your forecast this half hour. A high of 42 today, sunny with gradually increasing clouds this evening. Tonight, mostly cloudy and a stray flurry possible before sunrise, low of 31. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cool, a high of 39. Sunday there's some cloud skies, but a high of 48. And on Monday mostly cloudy. So there's a lot of clouds, but at least none of it's going to fall on us. So there's going to be no snow. Right now it is 44 in Bloomington, and we go here. I that is R. Blake singing, um, singing a song to Doug. I think that's this is you, right on recording. You covered this song. Yeah. That's your. I mean, you have an amazing singing voice, man. Yeah. You can't hear it in your spoken word voice, but as soon as you get that microphone, <clears throat> from you, man, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit an octave I didn't know was possible. Yeah. Uh, you got in a fight with somebody, didn't you? Well, what do you mean by fight? Well, okay, you didn't get in a physical fight with somebody, but you came in this morning very upset about some dude named Doug.
3: Yeah, Doug made me mad. <laughs> Doug. Doug doesn't know what he's talking about.
0: Okay, and where was Doug? Where were you two talking?
3: Well, we were. We've never met each other. Okay. And Doug and I. Had an altercation on Twitter. <laughs> now you know, you know that you everybody knows that one person that just always posts on social media, yeah. like, political or just to egg people on. Yes, I did not egg anyone on on the situation. You were not being no. a
0: troll, is what you're saying. You just went on the internet and used it. Yeah. And Doug came after you. Yeah. Okay. Doug
3: was looking for me. <laughs> and you
0: were innocent in all of this. Yeah. So okay.
3: I decided to play along with Doug, mm-hmm. and so. CBS This Morning did a series this morning on suicide, uh, teen suicide. Getting uh, kind of soft here. For yeah, a second. it's I'm getting... About teen, right. teen suicide. It's a tough and topic. And what they did was they interviewed four single-parent families. Okay. And those families had children who had committed suicide. Okay. And the whole topic of the story was... The parents didn't know what was going on until after the fact. Sure. Right? So
0: uh, as you hear often with right. people who are struggling, they do it silently and you're not aware. And so it, it sounds like a very good, well done, emotional conversation about a difficult topic. Exactly. Okay. Very good piece. So you appreciated
3: it. I really appreciate it. So I tweeted that CBS this morning. And I said, at CBS this morning, great piece. Thank you for covering such a hard topic that needs to be talked about.
0: I like the fact that you're reading your tweets verbatim now. Yeah, this is
3: quote unquote. It's important. This is my uh, thesis for graduate, because I'm still in graduate school here at uh, ISU. Um, And I'm glad we can both shed light on a topic that was once taboo. Yeah. Keyword taboo there, right? So thank you for doing this. Much appreciated. CBS. Likes my tweet.
0: Sure. I yeah. mean, right now, it seems to be a very good... They did a great uh, story on something that's hard to talk about. You appreciated their story on something that's hard to talk about. The internet is winning right now. Exactly. Then what happens? I'm winning. I'm happy. You're winning. CBS I'm, is winning.
3: I'm using this for my project. Right. So, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes this guy named Doug. Okay. Doug Lambert is his name. I don't even know where he lives.
0: All right. Do you know what he looks like?
3: Uh, no, because he has an egg for a profile picture. Okay, got because, it. Because, like, so- all people who... Start fights, have an egg for profile picture. Got it. I didn't know that. So Doug tweets at me, all of right. all people. He says, suicide has never been a taboo topic. Several are mentioned in scripture even, and oh. none of them are condemned.
0: Oh, god. So, okay. So he referenced the Bible, and he told you that suicide is obviously a very easy topic to talk about, which right. Which in Doug's world makes sense, apparently.
3: In Doug's world, it does make sense.
0: Uh, most of us, I think, would disagree with Doug.
3: Yeah. Did well, you
0: disagree with Doug?
3: I decided to disagree with Doug I very much disagree with Doug and so I I, have, I just did a project too on this as mm-hmm. well so I decided to tweet him back yeah, let's sure. stir the pot a little bit
0: come on live life out of curiosity and I know that I'm over explaining some internet stuff to people who might not be aware but did you continue to tweet at CBS as well or were you just yeah just you okay keep let's them in involved. The yeah amen, man use the big profile and keep right? it going
3: so I said hi Doug
0: all right Suicide
3: mm-hmm. and mental health are a taboo topic within family identity, especially in discourse between parent-child relationships. It's been a proven fact that uh, families don't talk about suicide and mental health uh, yeah. in communication scholarly research because it's such a hard topic to talk about,
0: so they just don't talk about it. Right? It sounds like your tweet is actually you copying and pasting from your your thesis. Yeah,
3: it kind of is. Okay, all right. So I said, if you would like to DM me, which means direct message me, Uh, Your email, I'd be more than happy to pass along scholarly communication research that backs my statements.
0: Okay, so a lot of people, when they get in fights on the social medias, they don't do what you just did, which was offer a bunch of actual facts, a bunch of proofs for your opinion. Exactly. So you threw all that at Doug, and I imagine, since he's used to trolling but not used to getting such well-researched responses, that he backed off?
3: Well, technically, but technically not.
0: (laughs) So I'm doing the news at 10.30. All right. And...
3: After the 1030 News, I'm like, oh, I wonder what Doug's up to to see if he inboxed me, because why not?
0: Maybe we might be Facebook friends here. Hey, you have an unhealthy obsession with Doug. Maybe go so ahead. So I log on to
3: my Twitter account. I go on. Doug blocked me. He blocked you? He blocked me. So
0: you don't know what he's saying? No. So Doug may have talked about you now without you knowing. He could be talking about me. Do you, me. do you know what Doug's, uh, Doug's username is on Twitter?
3: Uh, it's Doug Lambert 20 <laughs> I
0: don't know if we should have gotten that out, but we just did. I'm, I'm gonna, calling you out, Doug. Yeah, Doug, we're taking it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a commercial break. I am so curious as to whether or not Doug is, is besmirching young Blake without his knowledge that I'm going to look Doug up on Twitter Well, we're in a break and see exactly what's going on. And if I have anything for you, I will relay the latest take Doug has for you. If there is one. Okay. <laughs> and I, I can already see you just your eyes just exploded. You're like, Doug, better not be saying anything. Oh, Doug. I can't wait. You know, I want to take you both out for coffee. I told you that before. I had an idea a while back to do a podcast where I see two people get in a a ridiculous not your version of a fight, but like right. a scarier fight on yeah. social media where it seems like in person they might immediately throw blows. And then once you get them in person, I imagine they're going to be way nicer to each other.
3: Exactly. Right. I texted a couple of friends. I was like, what should I do? Should I reply to the first initial <laughs> one? And like, leave it alone. Leave it. I had 15 people like, at least text me and say, leave it alone. No, not today, Doug. No. Uh-uh. Not today. You
0: crossed Blake on the wrong day, friend. <laughs> All right. I got more Craig Collins Show, and I can't wait to see if Doug. Okay. So uh, this is the Craig Collins Show. I'm filling in for Mark. I'll be here till 6. Uh, but right now, we are deep in a Twitter hole on the whole Doug conspiracy situation here. Doug is a guy that got in a Twitter fight with our Blake um, about a a thing that it seems that Doug doesn't truly understand at all. He has no idea. He seems to have no actual facts. It's a Doug move. Um, (laughs) My favorite part, though, is trying to find any version of of things he said since he's blocked you on the social media. And this man tweets a lot. How many hours ago do you think you guys had that conversation?
3: Well, it was when I first woke up this morning. So the first thing I had...
0: (laughs) I experienced it with Doug. Why would you do that? I this is a question I have for you and Neil who does the news here normally for me. Um you guys are younger guys who see I think Neil has admitted for you that you both fall asleep with your phones and wake up with them. Yeah, well, we text each other. Okay. Yeah. Like little goodnight yeah, things? the GIFs. Got it. Yeah. You guys send the, gifts the to GIFs to each other late at night. The <laughs> jiffies. You send the GIFs late at night to each other. Yeah. How How is the relationship between you and me? Uh, it's other? going pretty well. I'm glad. You guys went to I college together? On
3: Facebook. Yeah, we went to college okay. together. So
0: we've been good friends for a long time. You
3: still poke? Yeah, well, is poking
0: still a thing? I, I think so. I think you can still poke, actually. Yeah, let's poke. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't want to poke them.
3: <laughs> How many hours ago? So I woke up this morning when I saw the CBS uh, tweet, mm-hmm. and I
0: tweeted at CBS around 8.30 this morning. Okay, 8.30 this morning, so you're yeah. talking like, you know six hours ago at least. Yeah. So in 8, that 16 was the exact time that I right, that's then. helpful for me in that time period, Doug has posted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's posted a lot of times. Who Ten, eleven, take, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, get fifteen. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 friends. Yeah. I I'm looking, I'm just going to scroll now without counting them all. A I'm lot of scrolling. I, it's a lot of scrolling. I'm going to guess it Doug. might be up to a hundred tweets in those last Ugh. few hours. So I hate to tell you this, Blake, but I think I've discovered this just now. I know Doug means a lot to you, He does. I don't think you mean a lot to Doug. I think that he's moved on to trolling the next guy.
3: I think he moved on when he blocked me. Well, that's true.
0: Uh, By the way, he only has fifty nine followers. Um, He's only following sixty five people though, so he's selective. What an amateur
3: on social. Come (laughs) on
0: now. (laughs) You know you got to do follows to get follows. Uh, He did also send a birthday wish to somebody. So he's he's eclectic about the things he talks about. But I'm glad we went down this hole with you, Matt. Do you feel better? Is this is this been a good therapy Friday? Because I know we do therapy yeah. Thursday. I
3: feel honestly, okay. when I sent it to my friends like fifteen minutes ago, I was like, this guy just blocked me. They say that, <laughs> like LOL, that's hilarious. That's too funny.
0: He's only been on Twitter since 2018 and he's a he's a Cubs fan. So really he's got he's got some redeeming qualities. That explains it Oh no, okay.
3: What a dog move to be a Cubs fan.
0: Come on. Apparently he also likes Jeopardy. So these are things. If you know Doug, if anyone out there in the listening audience <laughs> knows Doug, I'd like to know more about him. Now, What does
3: his uh, profile have on it? Anything? I don't.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to go too far <laughs> down this rabbit hole. But I. I do want to know, and I'd like to get you guys together for a coffee. I think you said off the air that maybe it should be a beer. I don't want it to be a beer. Yeah, I let's don't want... do some marijuana. It's. Leaving. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> January first. You're definitely kidding. It's not. The show's not behind that. If you and Doug want to go out on January first to do your thing, you guys no, do uh, whatever no. you want. No, this budding relationship between the two of you. Bring Neil; you'll be texting oh, him boy. anyway. This is amazing. Um, but thank you for sharing uh, your story, no uh, and I, I'm glad that you're getting over the the anger that was the interaction yeah, the with Doug. First this thing morning. I wake up this morning, I got to deal with the guy named Doug. Well, so let me ask you this before I take a break, okay. um, because I've thrown this idea out uh, on my show a few times. I think that we're all a little bit too tied to the cell phone oh, most definitely and I'm, I'm not trying to say like that I'm not because I absolutely do a lot of the things you guys do too mm-hmm. but I, I think we should celebrate a national holiday once a year we call it put down the phone day or put Ooh. and I know that that's too aggressive so during put down the phone day you don't put the phone down for the whole day none of us can do that just an hour just lunchtime every single person puts down their phone puts down their social media things and goes outside preferably to a park and we all just stand there and see what happens. We all go together for an hour. We have no technology around us. I think human interactions will happen. It might happen. If we force this holiday. And you know what else yeah. I'll do? At what's all that? the local parks in the area, I'll just leave a bunch of Frisbees. And Ooh. I'll just see what happens. I don't
3: know. I don't, I, I don't think anything will happen because people don't know how to communicate without a phone, <laughs> to be honest with you.
0: You think people will ask what a Frisbee is, too, by the way? Yeah, They'll be like, like I can't. The... What, is, what is that? How do you text that to but somebody? I
3: think there is a restaurant in town. I can't think of the name of the does like twenty percent off if you don't use your phone. I well,
0: that's it. that's a different thing. That's a one on one interaction. I want well, to face with a family. Yeah. Well, I yeah. want to I want to force the entire world at the same time to interact with strangers oh, wow. and try to do it without technology being involved. Good luck with that. I know. I'm an aggressive guy. This is an aggressive idea for the Craig Collins show. It would be sponsored by my show because branding is important. You give me Doug and I'll talk to him. <laughs> You'll just start leaving frisbees for me everywhere? I'll just look at it like, all right, all right Doug,
3: you going to pick that up or not?
0: Are you Italian at all? Where no. Okay, because you sound like you got a little bit of that mafia enforcer in you. Yeah,
3: well, if it comes to Doug, I can be in the I mafia. Gotcha. I got you.
0: I understand. You know, I have mafia family. Maybe Do we you should really? talk about that. Are yeah. you in the mafia? Well, I'm from the East Coast, and I'm an Italian, Blake, so you know, <laughs> I've learned a few things I can share with you. But Monster. we got to take a break at 251 on Radio Bloomington. Uh It is sunny with gradual increasing clouds this evening. This is from the heart of Illinois, ABC meteorologist Joe Puma. A high of 42 today. Tonight, mostly cloudy and a stray... I don't know why I say Puma the way I do. I I really emphasize Puma. I like that. Uh, Mostly cloudy with a stray flurry possible before sunrise tonight. Please stop snowing. A low of 31. Uh, Tomorrow, mostly cloudy and cool. A high of 39. Sunday, cloudy skies. High of 48. And on Monday, cloudy 49. So... Getting closer and closer to that 70-degree day that I'm predicting. Do you want to feel old? I don't want to make you feel old, but this made me feel old, so I want to share my misery with you. I read today that the McDonald's Happy Meal is turning 40. It is turning 40 years old, and they're going to celebrate the McDonald's Happy Meal by, and I quote, adding retro items to their ho- to their Happy Meals for the next however long. And what's sad is most of these retro items, I think, make people my age, people in their 30s, feel rather old because a lot of these things are things I, I grew up with. A Beanie Baby will be one of the items you can get in a 40-year anniversary. It, I don't think they're throwing it back far enough. They're only doing like a 10-year window here, I think. A Tamagotchi, a Furby, may, okay, maybe a t- 20-year window. I'll be honest about how old I am. Grimace and the Hamburglar will be prizes that you can get. A Power Ranger. Space Jam, the movie with Michael Jordan. Uh, Bugs Bunny is one of the characters that will be available from the Space Jam pack. And then Patty the Platypus is the Beanie Baby that will be available, along with, of course, 101 Dalmatians toys, which are very popular. My Little Pony. I know every reference on this list. This this is not good. Hello Kitty. Uh, Mickey Mouse will also be in there. So the McDonald's Happy Meal, turning 40, and I feel Incredibly old about that, uh, by the way, I did tell this story yesterday, and i I was hoping to encounter it again, but i haven 't gotten it yet, so maybe I need to push the YMCA to do this more, but they lowered the baskets a couple days ago, and I was capable of dunking when typically i 'm not so i 'm trying to make a push to make that into like a whole league. I would like to see uh, well, maybe there'd be no fans to come out to watch, but I would like to play in a league where guys just my height get to play on basketball hoops that are eight feet tall so we can all dunk and feel like NBA players. I think there's a market for that. I think they need to get into that. Uh, We've got a bunch of stuff coming up on the show for the Craig Collins Show once it starts at 3, but I'm in for Mark for another five minutes here. Uh, I have a story in front of me that I'm tempted to talk about, but sometimes I know we get into a precarious situation, and it's earlier in the show. I'm used to being on a little bit later, but if you didn't know, Facebook has banned some emojis because they're typically used in a way that, you know, people are not happy with. This is a suggestive way on these social medias. So, because Facebook has banned those emojis, people compiled a list of new recommended emojis you can use if you'd like to do some flirting on the social media page. I will just read a few of those options. I'm not going to tell you option number one. You're going to have to Google it yourself, because I'm even uncomfortable saying that one. But the, the other ones that I feel like I can say, there's a, a plate of falafel. A coconut, finger pinching, an oyster, and a speedo um and by the way, if you want to flirt with someone, I don't think you should send them a speedo. That's not an attractive look that's not a good look, so so maybe don't go that road, but these are some of the new emojis, and I can't really figure them all out, and I don't want to bring in Blake or any other millennial to tell me what they all mean, so maybe I'll just move on but yeah if you if you were struggling with the ban at Facebook. Thank God they've come up with more options on the Internet. Uh, by the way, I should let you know that this half hour of the show is sponsored by Exxon. Exxon and Mobil's new Synergy Supreme Plus premium gasoline. Their best fuel ever keeps your engine two times cleaner for better gas mileage. It's supreme. It's premium. It's a premium. Fill up today, today or go to Exxon.com for more details. Uh, I do want to know... How Scott Miller is doing. I, I am curious. He's been sick all week. If you've noticed, we've been shuffling around quite a bit. Fish did five hours today, including the one to two o'clock hour. We still sent Mark out to a, a football game because we had to send him. I assume this is all because of me. Actually, I'm brand new. I've only been here two weeks and I'm starting to wonder if maybe everything's falling apart and I'm just the jinx of it all. I, I, I no one said it to me yet and it's probably a bad thing to broadcast it here. But if you were listening yesterday, our text system wasn't working and I was giving out the text number all day, begging people to text me. And I finally got calls of people saying, we've been texting you, but your system isn't working. So, you know, the jinx of the Collins might be a thing here at the WJBC. I don't know. I don't really want that to be a thing. But do you ever get that feeling at work, like something is following you around? I mean, Blake is getting attacked by a guy on the Internet named Doug. So that could all be my fault. I don't know. Um. Really quick, a woman accidentally purchased two lottery tickets that were identical. She went to the store. She was like, uh, this is a British grandmother who really wanted to play the lotto. And she's like, you know what? I want I want two separate tickets. Just automate them, whatever. But I guess she punched in numbers by accident and got two identical tickets, which most of the time you'd be pretty upset about. But she wound up hitting and winning, and she doubled her $1 million prize because that's just how luck works for her. Here at WJBC, people are getting sick, they're getting ill. There's no, you know, um, it doesn't seem like anyone's capable of being 100% healthy except me right now. And I I do wonder, too, maybe you can text me this if our text system starts working. Should I wear a bubble to work? Does it get to a point where enough people are sick around you that you take that preventative, that extreme preventative measure and just walk around inside your own little bubble and hope that, that that keeps you safe? Because I don't want to get sick week two. This is a radio job. You need your voice. You need your ability to speak in order to do this job. And for whatever reason, everyone around me is getting ill, and I think that it might be my fault. All right, we got a lot more coming up on The Craig Collins Show. We're going to celebrate Diaz de los Muertos. Today, it is tomorrow. The action from the heart of Illinois, ABC meteorologist Joe Puma. By the way, this weather forecast is always sponsored. It's sponsored by Heller Motors. I got to get there. Uh, if you're shopping for a new or used vehicle, check out Heller Motors in Pontiac, where they have the selection, the service, and the low prices you want. Shop them online at Heller Stores. Com. Right now, it is sunny with gradually increasing clouds this evening. A high of 42. You're going to notice the theme. It's going to be cloudy this entire forecast, uh, mostly cloudy and a stray flurry possible tonight. Cloudy and cool tomorrow. A high of 39. Sunday clouds, cloudy skies. A high of 48. And on Monday, you guessed it, clouds but no snow. A high of 49. Right now in Bloomington, it is 46 degrees. That was Orion. Give me one
4: second. Now back to the Craig Collins show on WJBC. Thank
0: you, Orion. Thank you, Taylor. Greg, you're here. Look at this. Look at this. We got Greg. We got Craig doing the show together. This is the most confusing team in radio history. I'm here for a little bit. I'm kind of bouncing
5: around a little bit. That's here today, awesome. Man. So I'll, I'll be here when I can be here. How's that?
0: That's that's fine. I'm, I'm glad to have you here today, man. I it's funny. We're all filling in other shoes because people are sick here. Is this the sickest the radio station has ever got since you've worked here? I think it is. OK, to be honest, I think so. Uh, we set a sickness record. It is my second week at the station. I said it on the air last half hour. I wonder if you're going to agree. Could it all be my fault? Could, is this the jinx of the Collins? I think it's only right that we blame him. <laughs> okay, it's, good. That's how that works. Well, I, I had to be the one to say it first, I felt, well, and maybe on the air was the right way to do it. But
5: The new guy is the scapegoat and the guy who shinnies up the tower and changes the light
0: bulb. Yep, exactly correct. And a couple of weeks ago when I was filling in with Fish, I kept asking why my desk is the only one outside, and I still don't have an answer to it, but I, it's out there. It's out there. I'm in the corner of the of the parking lot, and I think, you know, Maybe that's just a teasing thing. I eventually will get to come inside and work inside, you think? Well, we gave you one of those little pop-up tents. (laughs) I mean, come on. How much more, could I ask? We're right. My goodness. We used to
5: do that, you know, back in my
0: day. I worked outside for ten years, That's Craig. Right. I walked to the printer uphill both ways. All right. Well, I know you're busy over there in the newsroom. I don't want to keep you, but I'm I'm happy to have you. With I'll, be me right? I'll be around. I'll be around. I just uh
5: yeah, busy, busy Friday, kind of, yeah. and getting ready for a busy, busy, busier weekend, crazy day tomorrow.
0: Are you Are you also talking about the extravaganza that's going to take place it's, tonight? It's a mini extravaganza. Okay. We
5: really only have one game, but we do have scores to promote and have for you many games tomorrow. Actually. The WJBC, our Radio Bloomington family, is providing, let's see, we're providing two play-by-play games tonight, Wow, WJEZ and WJBC. Scores everywhere. And then tomorrow, let's see, Illinois State, Finding Illini, a high school football game. So we'll do three games tomorrow.
0: So you haven't slept at all then? Did you? Do you have like a little cubby area where your desk is, where you just sleep here at the station sometimes? I have a
5: little place, and I'm not (laughs) telling anybody
0: where it is. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah. Actually, at every radio station there is a secret sleeping area, and you do have to keep it a secret because then a whole bunch of people will use it. Yeah. So you know, I got to keep that. uh, No, I get it. I I get it. I don't. You know, I'm still outside. So someday I hope to come inside and hang out with the rest of you
6: guys. Dress warmly. I know.
0: Uh, This story caught my eye. Uh, Mattress Mac is a guy out of Houston who I think is a pretty funny dude. He's a furniture store owner who really leans into the idea of, like, wacky promotions. He loves to throw a good wacky promotion out there. Apparently, he's also a giant, and I mean giant, Astros fan. Uh, This year, he gave away a deal early on in the season where he said anyone that bought a mattress all season long from his store would get it for free. He would refund every purchase made at his store of more than $3,000 if the Astros won the title. So these are the big end purchases taking place at Mattress Max every single one. You know, it's one of those commercials you see on TV, like, steal my mattress today, this Sunday only, Mattress Max does it. In order to hedge his bet, though, he literally made a bet. He didn't get insurance involved like most companies would when you throw out a crazy promotion. No, he bet a bunch of money on the Astros to win the World Series, and I guess he lost in total $13 bucks because the Astros did not win, but he's really happy about it. He's actually quoted as saying, I feel like I hedged things perfectly. I'll do it again tomorrow because apparently he would have lost about $20 million if he had had to give away all the free stuff that people had bought that entire time. So all in all, he's kind of like $7 million positive, I guess, because the risk was much, much worse than it could have been. But this guy's hilarious, and apparently he's well-known in the Houston area to make up all kinds of ridiculous bets like this. Um, he's he's excited to do it again, and yeah, I think that you'll keep making the news if you're doing stuff like that. There's It's not often that you hear a guy celebrating losing $13 million on a bet, um, and the Astros were real, real close to winning. I also wonder sometimes, I'm not a gambler, I don't gamble on sports, but I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of teams. I wonder if it ruins the whole situation for him. Like, he's watching the World Series, but also in the back of his mind, he's thinking, like, if my favorite team wins, I'm out $20 million instead of thirteen. I don't know how that changes the stakes of the whole situation. I've heard that gambling on sports makes them better, by some of my crazier friends, but I have a good enough time just seeing if the Yankees can win, and I like cheering them on the whole time and not worrying about, you know, where I'm going to get my next meal the next day or how I'm going to fund something. But Mattress Mac also doesn't seem to be concerned about that. This is the kind of guy that we need more of because, uh, I don't know, I I think he's an entertaining dude. All right, we got a bunch more Craig Collins show coming up. I want to talk about Black Friday because there's already sales. Companies are already starting their Black Friday sales today. We used to talk about how Black Friday didn't start till maybe Thanksgiving or actually at night after Thanksgiving. Now they're just starting November 1.
5: EC.com.
4: You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: I, I guess I'm doing the Taylor Swift Hour on The Craig Collins Show because I forgot to put another bump song in there, so we got more Tay-Tay. Uh, I call her Tay Tay. I don't think anybody else does. Actually, I get yelled at by Taylor Swift fans for calling her that. So I think that, and this is a thing that we talked about earlier in the week too. I like to make up nicknames and abbreviate people's names or go with the short form, like Nick for Nicholas. And I think I need to to reassess that situation because I get in trouble a lot more often than I should. And I I don't know if I could call Taylor Swift Tay Tay to her face. I don't think she would uh she'd take that well. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I should find out. Well, you know. It could be pop. Maybe, she'd, maybe I'd be, like, her next best friend because I came up with that new nickname. Um, anyway, moving on. Black Friday is, of course, now that we're in November, a big focus. People want to know, you know, what items are going to be for sale, what's the big thing. I saw a story last week I talked about that toilet paper was going to be a huge discounted item this year, so I'm sure people are very excited about that. Apparently, blenders are going to be a big deal. But the most interesting thing is that stores... Are opening the season up earlier, including Kohl's, which actually released its Black Friday sales today, which you can partake in today, according to the story that I'm reading. Kohl's is, they're worried apparently, as some other companies are, that for whatever reason, this year there's the least amount of days. In between Thanksgiving and Christmas, just the way that the calendar falls the last possible Thursday of the year happens to be the latest it can possibly be, I guess, which means there's only like 26 shopping days or something until Christmas. And that's just the kind of thing that a company would like overly worry about, because really, that's a bunch of days to figure things out. And I. I don't need anywhere near that many days to figure out what I'm going to buy for people or or I, I will go shopping one day. I don't know when you do your holiday shopping. Maybe you can call in and let me know what your what your jam is. Do you do it on Black Friday? Do you is it already done? I know people who've had it done for months and then there's people who do it the day before Christmas. Like, uh, yeah, like a person in my family that brother, your gifts are great. We can just tell that you had very slim things to pick between. Um, but this year, Black Friday is starting at least at Kohl's right away. Here are some of the top reasons that people will not go to any store, though, for Black Friday. They'll stay at home, which those online deals are getting better and better. Cyber Monday is a huge thing. Amazon and a bunch of other places are doing it. Walmart sells a bunch of stuff on sale. Target does. And I think some of those sales sales start way before uh, Cyber Monday, too. But some of the biggest reasons why people aren't going to go out is, customer service on Black Friday is not good. It is not as good as normal customer service because when people are stampeding and punching each other, there's just not as many ways to ask a question. So that's the one of the reasons people will stay home. There's also better deals online. So, that's interesting. And this e- article even says there's better deals at other times of the year. Black Friday isn't what it used to be when it comes to the amount of deals, the cheap things that you can get. Nobody's hauling TVs anymore out the way they used to because... If you look for sales all year long, you'll find other time periods where they're pretty darn good. Uh, the cheapest prices aren't worth the hassle. This means the few big, giant ticket items that you see advertised everywhere that are only on sale for a few hours, you're going to have to fight for those. And if you know you don't have Blake with you to fend off people, to, to envision Doug every time that he's trying to defend you and get you a TV, you're going to have problems. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to my podcast, The Craig Collins Show does have a podcast, a full show that goes up every single day on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, any place you get your podcast or check it out there. Number two, online shopping is just plain easier, like I said. And the number one reason people don't go out is, you know, stores are just too busy. This is not the time of year for that. Uh, One more thing, and then I got to take a break. I saw this story, and I don't know. Some people said it was a a feel-good story, but I think about the children. I, I envision the children in this whole thing. A dentist was buying Halloween candy from kids and sending it off to troops. This is a dentist in Ohio. He, buy, he does this every year, I guess. He asks kids for their extra Halloween candy to prevent them from eating all of it, and he calls it Operation Gratitude. He then sends the candy overseas to the troops, which is obviously a good decision, and he pays $2 a pound if the kid shows up in costume, $1 a pound if they don't, which is terribly unfair. That is nowhere near enough money for a pound of candy. If you went out to buy some for Halloween like I did, you know how much it costs to get like 25 pieces of candy, so he probably should up those numbers. But outside of the fact that he gives the the candy to the troops, which I think is cool, I don't love the fact that he wants to teach a lesson to the children and, you know, maybe make them focus a little bit more on dentistry. It's just one day a year where you get to have kids run rampant with candy. Just let it go. Let's just all take a break and, and let the... Let kids get a huge stomach, stomach ache and, you know, pass out from a sugar high. That's what Halloween is supposed to be. That's what it was in my day. Darn it. From getting up on my soapbox now, too. All right. got to take a break. More Craig Collins Show coming up. I've got two and a half more hours, and we are celebrating uh, Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, which is celebrated commonly in Mexico and a bunch of Latin America. It takes place tomorrow, but we're going to have some food. We're going to have some music in studio. It's going to be a fun time. I know there's an event at the Children's Museum tomorrow, so you can go out and celebrate it there. But we've got a lot coming up on the Craig Collins Show, including that is brought to us now by ABC Chief Meteorologist Brian Walder on WJBC. Mostly cloudy and cold. A few lingering sprinkles may turn to flurries tonight. A low of 30. Saturday, mostly cloudy and cold. A high of 40. Sunday, partly sunny. A high of 47. Right now in downtown uh, Bloomington region area. I don't know exactly where I am sometimes. I forget about that. I'm still new here. It's 46 degrees we've got a lot more craig collins show coming up in just a second but first this if i can make it happen oh such a flawless show today
3: this is a to craig collins at.
0: show i'm filling in for myself now actually i did fill in earlier for mark we're all bouncing around all over the place but i i hope that our morning guy uh, scott is okay and back to work on monday i don't know um how he's doing but he like horrible fever, all terrible things going on for that guy. So he's been out the last few days. There's been a lot of sliding musical chairs. I got Greg with me doing the news, which is cool. I don't get to talk to you a lot as much um, during the show, except maybe at the end of the show on Fridays. But you're in uh, all all this whole four three hours with me, right?
5: Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Oh, Still kind of getting a few things done with the schedules and the like for the weekend. But I'm yeah. trying to get that all out of the way so that I can spend more time.
0: There you go. Yeah, because you got a lot to do, actually. Today's a very yeah. busy day for you normally anyway.
5: Yes, yeah, a little uh, bit, a little uh, bit. Well, not as many games tonight, so that's one thing. But uh, we'll still be here uh, uh, throughout the night uh, and, and overnight, actually. We'll have the scores and much more. Mm-hmm. And then you're here again tomorrow because we're chaining you to a desk somewhere, apparently, and not <laughs> letting you leave till Sunday. I get to be, uh, yeah, well, just about. But, yeah, well we'll, <laughs> get the, well, we'll make sure Illinois State's on its way, and we'll get them produced up, go. and then I'll head on out and do Normal West and uh, Providence wow. Catholic on the air here for you after Illinois State football. This, look at this. Hardest working man in all the radio. Yeah, it's just that time. It's November, baby. It's that the is busiest true. sports month of the year because you have two full seasons in progress.
0: That's true. Yeah, you're right. Exciting time to be alive, right? That's, yeah. that's what yeah. people say a lot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so I tease this before the news break. Uh, the ways that you can get rid of your pumpkins. I think we should start one here because this is kind of a cool one on this list. But it's a smash it kind of get together. Um, Someone in the area would host this. Maybe we should host it. Maybe the Craig Collins Show can make this a thing next holiday season. But everybody gets together. You bring your pumpkins that you carved or used for the, the holiday season, and we smash them all. We have a good time doing that. And then we'll clean up for you, apparently, if we were to do it, although we're not doing it. So don't bring your pumpkins here. I don't want to confuse you. But whoever hosts these events would clean everything up and then donate it for compost and certain things, Um, you know, for local areas or farmers, or whatever have you, that that wants the the compost. Because apparently it's really good for that. That is also on this list. Just use it yourself in your garden. Smash up those pumpkins on your own and, and put them in the garden. And apparently it, it does a great job. I actually had Jim call in and tell me exactly that. You can leave it out for critters, too, in the area. Wildlife really likes to to snack on pumpkin. So it's, it's not the kind of thing that I guess you have to worry all that much about. And another one on this list is that you might be able to donate it to some local places. Um, some places might have a zoo or something that takes it in. It just depends on your area and, wh- and what you're working in. So there's a bunch of places where you might be able to reach out and say, Hey, do you guys need any, any pumpkins for any reason? Do you need any you know, compost? How can we help? And people might uh, surprise you as to who is interested in those kind of things. But there's a few different ideas for what you do with your pumpkins, and I really like the idea of figuring out a, a pumpkin smash. So I'm gonna propose that to my bosses. I'm sure they love the fact that I proposed it on the air first. That's probably the best possible way in radio to do a promo. I'll tell all you guys about it before it's a thing, and then I'll go ask the bosses, "Hey, can we can we make this a thing?" I already talked about it, but we'll figure that out for next year. This year, you're on your own. Um, a student. Got a job at a Fortune 500 company by being one of those kind of determined people, and maybe this is the kind of motivation you need on a day like today, um, but you know, or a day after a day like yesterday, I should say. Um, but this guy just put Post-it Post-it messages up at companies that simply said hire me, and it gave his email, it gave a little bit of information about him, and he just wanted someone to hire him, and apparently a Fortune 500 company liked his his motivation so much liked his his hustle so much that they're like all right man we'll give you a shot here so he just got a job he's doing an internship at ncr which is a fortune 500 banking technology company and all he had to do was go out he didn't write an email he didn't apply to any sort of job post he showed up in person he put a post-it note with his name up and said please i deserve a job hire me that's the kind of motivation i need that's the kind of hustle i need in 2019 um so that's great all right we got to take a break more craig collins show coming up like i said in the third hour of the show we are going to celebrate Día de los muertos we're going to have food in studio singing in studio but until then you're stuck with me and greg it might seem crazy what I'm
4: about to say. now back to the craig collins show on wjbc
0: I like stupid criminals. Sometimes when a stupid criminal is in the news, I I laugh a lot at the story, and I like to share those stories from time to time with you guys. Uh, This criminal, to me, might be one of my favorite ones in a while, though. Uh, There's a guy out of uh, Crystal City, Missouri, who decided he wanted to rob a laundromat. And not just anything in the laundromat, he wanted to rob the vending machine. So he wanted to make off with as many coins as he possibly could. So he snuck into a laundromat, and he broke into the vending machine, and I guess he made off with like $600 in cash and change, and I guess he caused another $1,300 in damage to the soda machine and the other things that he might have broke in order to commit this crime. But the reason he's such a stupid criminal is what was he wearing? Well, he was wearing a shirt that said it's not a crime unless you get caught. That's verbatim what his shirt said and he just so happened to commit the crime in front of a a crystal clear HD security camera that the laundromat had installed so he there is video of him committing a crime in a t-shirt that says it's not a crime unless you get caught by the way that amount of change that's like 15 pounds of of loose coins that he put on his person in his pockets he didn't bring like a bunch of stuff to carry it around so this guy is is jingling out of the store as he broke in to break into the vending machine and wearing the shirt he was wearing, they caught him. Police found him relatively quickly, I guess, uh, as so I've heard, or at least they're maybe still in pursuit of him, but maybe they know who he is, just not where he is. But he hasn't... How how can you do that? How can you actually rock that shirt at all, especially if your plan is to commit a crime? Why wouldn't you just save it for a different day? Like, hey, I'm hilarious. Look at the shirt I'm wearing, but maybe not... The day that I'm breaking into the the vending machine of the laundromat nearby, that guy wins the prize. Stupidest criminal this week and probably stupidest in a while. Um, In a different story, a third of Americans say they battle job burnout every single week. I'm sure there's a lot of job burnout here this week because we've all been doing uh, extra shifts, filling in for people. So I'm sure that people are getting tired around me at the radio station, although we do have a more fun job than than most people out there, so it's not it's not as hard for us. But a survey of 2,000 working adults finds that nearly a third, or you know, excuse me, three in five employees feel burnout at least once a month. On the other hand, 12% of Americans have never experienced mental exhaustion at all. So those people are just the rare breed of people that we we hate, but in a nice way. Like yeah, you know, that's great that you personally, these 12% of people, you don't get what the rest of us have. That's uh. I feel great for you. You say it a little snarky when you do it. Uh, Conducted by telecommunications company TollFreeForwarding.com, the survey revealed that roughly 4 in 10 employees deal with weekly health um, issues brought on by their job-induced burnout. More specifically, 40% suffer from some amount of anxiety. Uh, 44% feel exhausted on a weekly basis. 56% feel intense feelings of stress, have become a part of their weekly routine. And a lot of this might be managed well if you can organize your time better some of the stress that goes into these days it sounds like it might be because we don't really map out well how we navigate our weeks or how we navigate our days so there is a recommendation here in another story I did earlier this week to maybe approach your week differently with a a sort of planning in your mind on Monday and I know this is the kind of idealistic thing that we say you should do but it's really hard to actually achieve it's really hard to actually do But map out your whole week, map out the objectives you have to get done each day, if you can, and prioritize them correctly so you're not wasting time on something you don't need to do. And you're getting the things done that are the easiest to get done, the things that need to get done as quickly as possible. So you're making some of those check marks. But apparently, if this many people are dealing with job burnout every single week, maybe this is where we finally get to something else that gets talked about a lot, that sweet, sweet four-day work week. I'm on board for it. I know some people would probably object to it, but there is an idea that we reduce our days of working by one and we'll all be more productive. You don't make any less money. You don't, you know, have any less responsibilities. But if you're just going to work four days a week instead of five or maybe six hours a day instead of eight, there's a certain chance that now with the amount of, you know, technology and distractions we have even at work, that we'll all get the same stuff done. Maybe this is the right time to embrace that technology we all have in front of us get our stuff done quicker, and go out and spend more time in the real world. I don't know. That's my idea here on The Craig Collins Show. I'll be promoting it throughout the show, I think. Uh, And like I said, we have a lot of stuff coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. I want to keep mentioning we're going to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. So if all of a sudden you feel like you've turned into a Spanish-language radio station, you have not. We're just doing it once and we're celebrating it my wife will be coming in in costume we'll have fo- photos on social media at the Craig Collins show on Facebook to check out a lot of stuff coming up though but right now i got to do this and we got Sanjay Gupta coming up in just a second on Dixie chief meteorologist Brian Walder tonight mostly cloudy and cold a few lingering sprinkles may turn to flurries a low of 30 saturday mostly cloud and cloudy and cold high of 40 sunday partly sunny a high of 47 so there's going to be clouds there's going to be you know a lot of 40-degree, 30-degree days, but hey, at least there's not more snow. It's 46 right now in Bloomington. Uh, I have a story about a pet cockatoo. Does anyone, do you have a neighbor that has a, a pet that might be a little bit too noisy, a little bit too loud from time to time, or maybe it's just something else that they do that's a nuisance? Well, this woman seemed to feel, and she's out of the U.K., that the pet cockatoo that was next door to her was just screeching at all hours of the night, and it was crazy, so she chose to take her neighbor to court. Uh, Not only did she in the lawsuit mention the cockatoo, she also said that they had a dog that would bark all hours of the night. The kids would go outside and play, and they would scream at the top of their lungs. This woman thought she had a case against her neighbor because there was just too many loud, annoying, and and nuisance-type things going on, and she tried to make a claim. The case was settled just recently, and the judge actually awarded no damages to the person and said that, no, none of these are violations at all. Um, The people are getting quiet at the right times they're supposed to. They're, you know, just living their lives. This is a pet. This is an animal that can do whatever it wants, I guess, as long as it's not, you know, all hours of the night and against any sort of statute. So so she tried to take them to court and lost. What I think is interesting about this, though, is, you know, every so often there is kind of that. It does happen that your neighbor might not think about how loud they're being. I wonder if we have anyone listening today that has a story about that, of how they dealt with maybe a loud, you know, animal or or kids playing loudly or or anything like that. If you don't, if you are not ready for that, if this is a person living by themselves with it, which it seems uh, this woman is, then and she actually okay, she probably complained a little too much though. In her um, court document, she said that there was loud talking on Christmas Day that she complained that it'd been months and months of these these nuisances going on and one of the biggest problems is you know when they would come over for holidays everybody would talk so loud and that okay now you're being now you're being obviously a little bit too petty but do you have that problem have you ever dealt with a neighbor in an issue that you had to go directly to them obviously going to court is probably not the right and intelligent way to do it so i wonder if you want to give me a call today and tell me how you dealt with anything like that. If you had an issue where you and a neighbor weren't seeing eye to eye on something and maybe you had a positive resolution. I'm all I'm all for positive resolutions today on the show. Uh, one other thing that I found that I thought was interesting uh, for you guys, research shows that doing a bad job wrapping presents will actually make a person like your gift more. So if you're the kind of person that does wrapping perfectly, that takes your time, that folds every crease and thing, so when it's finished, it looks really, really good, for whatever reason, mentally, and this study comes from the Journal of Consumer Psychology, someone expects maybe something better or someone, you know, just sees it presented in a certain way and and relates it to high-end things. And so when they open the gift and it's not maybe the the really fancy thing that they had asked someone for, they're a little bit disappointed. But the reverse is absolutely true. If you wrap something poorly someone will look at it and be like, oh, that gift's probably terrible. So then when they're when they're unwrapping the gift, if they're actually surprised that what you got them is something they wanted or, or maybe, you know, something a little bit fancy, so apparently that's the strategy, I guess, that we should all take on. The nicer the item is that you're buying someone, the crappier you should wrap it because they're going to be blown away by how great it is. If you have people that don't appreciate the really nice, awesome, fancy gifts you give them, then just do a really terrible job. Let you know someone else wrap it someone in the family that you know is not very good at wrapping things or maybe you know who's never done it before but don't get it professionally wrapped don't spring for that don't don't do that at the store just wrap it yourself and if it's got a few little pieces hanging out apparently you're doing a much better job i love that story because i'm terrible at wrapping presents and i know that that sounds like you should be good at that there's nothing hard about it fold paper tape paper Present wrapped, but I'm not good at it. I don't know. Once you get it out there, it seems like all the pieces don't fit correctly. It's like building IKEA furniture. On the paper, it looks like it's easy, but once you. Urologist Brian Walder, tonight mostly cloudy and cold. A few lingering sprinkles may turn to flurries, low of 30. Saturday, mostly cloudy and cold, high of 40. And Sunday, partly sunny, a high of 47. Right now, it is 46 in Bloomington. By the way, the word of the four o'clock hour, your 4K text word. of the 4 o'clock hour, you can win a $1,000 if you text right now to 95819. The word is FAST. It's not right now. You've got to text fast, FAST to 95819. That's F-A-S-T FAST to 95819. We'll text you back to confirm your entry. Data and message rates may apply. It's 4K a day with AM 1230 WJBC. You have a chance... Four times a day to win a thousand dollars. You just got to text that national keyword, and right now that word is fast. Text it to nine five eight one nine. Uh, we've got a quite a few, uh, quite a few things going on here today, and we're still you know working through some people being sick in the office. I was wondering if I should wear a bubble all day, but maybe I should just get into better shape. And I have a story out of Bristol, uh, Virginia, where a man lost six hundred pounds. He had been going to the hospital every few months, apparently because his weight was getting further and further out of control. And this guy, his name is Matthew Hoser. He got up to he he weighed about 800 pounds or a little over it at his at his peak. And he was told by a doctor he only had about six months to live. So, you know, pretty dark um, time period for him. He said, I'm basically on my deathbed and I figured I might as well start planning my funeral. But then all of a sudden something unlocked in his mind. And he said, you know what? No, no. Why don't I try to just get better? So what he committed to doing is eating healthier. He has a food diary where he takes down every item he eats, and I guess he's pretty meticulous about that. And then he started working out. He said he had to work out about two hours a day, which he still tries to keep himself to. It's not, you know, I assume, incredibly stressful exercise for all two hours, but he, he worked as hard as he could to to lose weight and he dropped six hundred pounds. In a three-year period, all of a sudden he says that, you know, he just started to feel better. When I was growing up in school, I got bullied a lot and didn't have many friends. My friends were basically food and TV. Uh, He feared eye contact with people, and he didn't really, you know feel confident in most social situations but now he's doing much much better he loves connecting with new people he loves sharing his story he put it out on social media and he asked people to spread the word it's going to be hard he says to anyone else that's going to try to do it but you can do it he obviously is a great example of someone who could when at a time doctors were telling him that you know it had gotten so far to hand that he he wasn't going to be alive much longer. And that is a, a crazy story, an uplifting story to to hear about today. So so way to go, Matthew. And it's kind of interesting. If you look it up on social media or if you look it up on the Internet, you'll see him holding up a pair of his pants, which people do when they have those you know huge amounts of weight loss. And, and the guy now looks like he could swim very easily in that because he's like 200 pounds now. So it's a crazy, crazy difference. And it just goes to show you that, you know, you never should give up. You should always... Give it a try if you can. Um, Today is a reminder. I see a reminder for this weekend. It's going to be the end of daylight saving time. Uh, We will be changing our clocks this Sunday. So just a reminder, and they actually say to check your smoke alarms, change batteries. This is the time of year that you do those kind of things. The National Fire Protection Association wants you to know, you know, to to do it all at the same time. If you're going to go around your house, although I don't know how many people now have actual clocks. You know, most of our clocks are digital. Most of our clocks are somehow connected to some sort of smart internet or technology. And so a lot of them change themselves. Our phones change themselves. So I don't know how many... I, I would like to know, actually, if someone thinks they have the most clocks in their house that they have to change by hand for daylight saving time, go ahead and give me a call and tell me just how many clocks you're dealing with. Maybe I'll give a prize to the person who's changing the most physical clocks, the most physical time things, Um Over this weekend, the person who has to do, you know, five or six rooms and five or six items, I don't know how many you got, but go ahead and give me a call, 829-2345. I change one. I can count one in my entire house that I have to physically hit a button on, and it's actually just a switch. I flip it to daylight savings time off, and it goes, it changes by the hour, so I don't actually have to do anything harder than that. But I want to know who out there, who out there listening has the most clocks they have to change for daylight saving time each year. Um, All right, we've got a lot more to talk about. I have an update on the chicken sandwich battle. This is the famous battle that took place months ago, famous to me, between Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. Chick-fil-A might have made yet another mistake, and it might be really poorly timed, just like the mistake they made that seemed to have catapulted the Popeye's chicken sandwich to meteoric popularity, a status where people were getting in fights over sandwiches maybe we've had another misstep. I don't know if it's on purpose. Maybe they're in cahoots. You'll find out what it is. com.
4: You're listening to The Greg Collins Show on WJBC.
0: I'm giving away another set of ISU tickets to the men's basketball game this coming Wednesday. How am I giving them away, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm glad I asked myself. I want to know who has the most clocks they have to change this Sunday uh, daylight saving time will end on Sunday, so somebody out there is changing a whole bunch of clocks throughout their whole house. LaVon is in the lead right now. She called in, and she has six clocks in her house that she has to change. Can anybody beat that? And if you tell me a like insane number, like one that doesn't sound achievable at all, I'm going to have to have you prove it somehow. I think you have to take photos of all the individual clocks, because I don't want someone to call, and i got, like, And lie to me. I have 25 clocks. I got to change them all. I got 52 clocks. Come on. If the number gets ridiculous, you're gonna have to prove it. I have a feeling Lavon can prove she has six. So give me the amount of of clocks you have to change, and the one with the highest number, they're gonna win a prize. You gotta call me though, because we're still not sure if my text number works at eight two nine two three four five you can actually also reach reach me on facebook at craig collins show you can even send a message to us at the wjbc facebook page at wjbc am reach out to us tell us how many clocks somebody's winning basketball tickets so you know give me a call and tell me how many there are Uh, oh by the way i got another call coming in so let's find out on the air caller what's your name greg greg your name is greg that's correct. Perfect. This isn't confusing at all. This is Craig talking to you. How many clocks do you have to change in your house, Greg?
5: We have 10 wall clocks that are
3: battery-operated that have to be changed and three vehicles that we have to change the clocks
0: in. Oh, look at that. You added vehicles. That was smart. You have 13 total clocks then. So, Greg, that, that sounds pretty good. I don't know if anybody's going to beat that. Um, i got to take your number off air. you got to call back in a commercial break so I can reach back out to you if you've won. Um, or just go ahead, can you can you send me a message on, on social media or on an email or something? Because I don't want to take your phone number over the phone. I feel like that's a bad thing to do on air.
3: Uh, I can try to. I
0: can have my wife do it. I'm not very... Well, just call me back in the next commercial break. I'll take a break in a few minutes. Give me a call back, and I'll get your information. Unless someone beats you in the next few minutes, I'm feeling like you're going to win yourself a couple tickets to an ISU game. 13. Okay. That is a lot of clocks. Oh, All right. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk All to right. you soon. Yep. Go ahead. Try to beat him. And again, if the number 13 is already getting to a point where I might need proof, I might need, I wanted to connect with Greg somehow digitally because I think I need, you know, video or, or some sort of photographic proof. Uh-oh. We got more calls coming in. This is the Craig Collins Show. What's your name? Sharon. Sharon. How many clocks?
4: We have 19 that we have
0: 19. And these are, are you yeah. including cars as well or is this just house clocks?
4: uh, uh... We're, I'm counting my car and my husband's truck. Okay. We're, we kind of collect clocks.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you do. There's, so you have 17 clocks in the house, and then two yeah. cars you have to change. That is, Can you prove this if I ask you to?
4: I suppose I could take pictures.
0: Okay, all right. I don't know if I've I'll got, go to that extreme.
4: My oldest one is um, a pre-Civil War clock.
0: Wow. How hard is yeah. it to change that clock? Is that really challenging?
4: No, I just stop the... The pendulum. Okay. And let it go back. It's, it's trickier when we have to spring ahead.
0: I have to warn you, you're talking to a millennial, so as soon as you said pendulum, I sort of got I got very confused. Okay. I know. Oh,
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've got grandfather clock. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. cool. You know what? Actually, so, I, I can take a break right now. I'll hit a commercial. I'm going to take some information so you stay on hold. I feel like you're going to win. I don't think anybody out there has more than 19. So okay, those
4: That's not counting the ones that change themselves.
0: Oh, well, of course, of course, it's not. These are the ones you have to change by hand. All right, I got to take a break. That's
4: why I start on Saturday morning.
0: (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure you do. Yeah, you're changing all weekend. All right, I got to take a break. Commercials coming up. Okay. Morgan Walder, and this is your AM 1230. Okay, that seems like something's broken there. Brian Walder sent along his. uh, (laughs) I don't know if like Armageddon hit them as he was doing that, but that's not. We're not going to need to play that. Uh, But Brian Walder, I hope you're alive and okay. With the way that that sounded tonight, mostly cloudy and cold. A few lingering sprinkles may uh, turn to flurries. Low of 30. Saturday, mostly cloudy and cold. A high of 40. On Sunday, partly sunny. High of 47. Right now, it is 46 in Bloomington. I don't know what happened there, man. That's a uh, that could be my bad again. You know, I'm the new guy. I'm making mistakes. That's how you do radio sometimes, I guess. But uh, let's do this.
4: Now back to the Craig Collins show. On WJBC.
0: I imagine most of you don't care about the chicken sandwich wars, but I do. I love the chicken sandwich wars. I love the idea that two restaurants are fighting in some sort of war over chicken sandwiches, which is a thing that I enjoy in general. Uh, By the way, this half hour, of the Craig Collins Show is sponsored by Comcast Business. Every day, Comcast Business is helping businesses be big and small, go beyond the expected to do the extraordinary, because a simple transaction, there is a making of a customer for life. Um, Comcast Business Beyond Fast, take your business beyond at ComcastBusiness.com. Uh, Chick-fil-A, I think anyone that's a fan of that place, anyone that knows uh, just a little something about the business knows they're closed on Sunday. Uh, this Sunday also happens to be National Sandwich Day, because of course, there's a national holiday for everything. Um, Chick-fil-A accidentally, and maybe this is a thing they do each year, and someone forgot to turn it off this year, but they actually sent out an email to some of its most passionate fans saying, don't forget to take advantage of National Sandwich Day. Come by Chick-fil-A to grab a sandwich on the 3rd. And then they were like, oh, wait, yeah, no, we're, we're closed on the 3rd on, on any kind of Sunday at all. So the actual email said, calling all sandwich lovers. Some prefer it grilled. Others fancy the uh, original. No matter which Chick-fil-A sandwich you love, order yours on November 3rd for National Sandwich Day. They've, of course, had a follow-up apology because they need to apologize for the sandwich situation. The email that they sent out after, which came, I think, yesterday night, well, this is awkward, was the title. We recently sent an email that included a message about National Sandwich Day, which, naturally, we were very excited about. We didn't realize it fell on a Sunday, though, when we're closed. We apologize for the confusion and hope to see you Monday through Saturday. They went on in a statement with the USA Today people to say the cows got a little overexcited on their quest for self-preservation they have been reminded that we're closed on sunday the reason that this actually falls into the whole sandwich debate the sandwich war between chick-fil-a and popeyes is because november 3rd this sunday just so happens to be the day that the return of the popeyes chicken sandwich is happening that's the sandwich that went viral that people seem to love so much that they got in fights about it they showed up at stores with guns demanding them after the stores all said they were completely sold out. Popeye's has reassured all of its fans that they will be more prepared this time around for the the large amount of demand for these sandwiches. But how do you like that? Chick-fil-A sends out an email encouraging people to buy a chicken sandwich on the 3rd, which is a Sunday, when they're closed, and Popeye's is open and debuting, re-debuting, the most popular chicken sandwich in the history of mankind. The chicken sandwich wars will never end. I assume. I don't know what's next in the move between these two people, but I know Popeye's is going to take full advantage of this mistake mistake by uh, Chick-fil-A and they probably couldn't be more excited about it. All right. I've got a lot more to get to on the Craig Collins show in just about 15 minutes. We'll start celebrating Dia de los Muertos. That is the day of the dead. It is celebrated quite a few places. It's, it's two days after Halloween. Um, and I wanted to celebrate it because, well, my wife's Mexican, number one, but two, I went to a great event this past week at the uh, History Museum. They celebrated the holiday. There was a singer there. His name was Marcos, and Marcos agreed to come down and play some music for us in celebration of the holiday. I also met a great guy, a great restaurant owner, Eric, who's going to bring some food our way to celebrate the holiday. So we're going to do a lot of that in the last hour of the show. But before we get to that, I've got to take a commercial break, and then I have to tell you a story about someone that tried to turn on all the notifications on their phone. I don't know if you uh, noticed this, but every single app, every single website is now asking you if they can notify you about things. And so a a blogger said, you know what? Screw it. For one week, I'm going to try to have every possible notification I can get sent to my phone and see what happens. And uh, yeah, It's going to go as you expect, but I'll get to that whole story after this on The Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
4: You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: This is The Craig Collins Show on WJBC, and I uh, was fascinated. I went down a, I guess, I don't know, an Internet dark hole, one of those holes you go down where you just find crazy story after crazy story and you're reading it, and I stumbled upon... This guy's blog, his name is Daniel Rose, and he chose to to turn on every possible notification he could on his phone, every app, every site, every tool. And he actually did it for an entire month, but in the first week I think it got to be way too daunting. But he said that two-thirds of people never change their default notifications on their apps, tools, etc. So it's interesting, and there's some research that backs that up. So he wondered what it would be like if every single thing that could talk to him did um, he had set the goal like i said for one month he allowed social media emails any sort of additional communication apps he had and then he tracked his raw productivity using rescue time which apparently is another app of some kind that that tracks how much you're actually doing each day and the biggest takeaway from all of this would be how um you know how productive he could be while also having these things go off on his phone constantly So he turned them all on, and he kind of expected to be flooded with uh, notifications right away, but it didn't happen. So within the first few hours of having things on, it seemed like it was relatively manageable, according to his blog post. And then all of a sudden, things get crazy. He says that he doesn't even understand where a lot of the notifications were coming from. One thing he says here is, why does one email require six different notifications? He had a single email service that he had on his phone that actually had an icon pop up on a browser. It had a pop-up on his desktop of his computer. There was a jingle that played on his phone, a buzz on his phone as well. There was a notification that drops down as a banner, and then a green notification light would go off signifying that he had, I don't know what app that is, but they seem to be aggressive at letting you know things. Uh, He also had the Google calendars of the world, the default other apps, his work calendars. He was getting read receipts for any emails that were getting read and send receipts anytime he was sending or other people were sending things to him. He was just being notifi- noti- uh, notified like crazy, and he called it the snowball effect of distraction that took place. He said that within three or four days of trying this out, of, of seeing what it was like to let every single technology piece out there notify him as much as they'd want to, that he could get nothing done. It was really interesting. He said, and this is a quote, it seems impossible to see a message notification and not immediately open and reply to it. Just because I'm getting these notifications, it doesn't mean I have to respond to them right away. But at a certain point, it feels like I don't have a choice. Short of putting the phone in another room, could he ignore the buzzing? And the answer was was no. He actually goes on to say, I just read that Elon Musk is planning to put computers in our brains. I thought to myself, would I ever sign up for that? Even if it had given him some kind of advantage in life, he wasn't sure that he would, and he found himself very, very distracted. It is interesting how many apps now are kind of begging us, and I I know websites are doing it too, hey, can we notify you? Hey, do you want to know what's going on? If you want to know what's going on, we'll send you a notification. But absolutely, this would derail your entire life. He said a single pickup can set off a chain reaction, so he'd get a message at something like, you know, 1 o'clock, and it would take three Four hours for him to get through every single avenue that that would pop up within that interaction with his phone, so I guess the biggest takeaway and not surprising, no one should be shocked by this, but I, I love his determination don 't do this don 't turn all the notifications on on your phone don 't allow yourself and again, this goes back to the idea that i 'm talking about a lot today we all We need to celebrate national put your phone down day, and for just one hour, we all go to a local park and we see what happens. I'll bring basketballs and frisbees, and we might all have a good time, and no one's going to feel stressed that they have to answer any sort of notification. Somewhere from the ABC meteorologist, the chief meteorologist, Brian Walder, today mostly cloudy and cold, a few lingering sprinkles may turn to flurries, low of 30. Saturday mostly cloudy and cold, a high of 40. Sunday partly sunny, a high of 47. It's just that kind of day, and I, I, again, I'm sure it's happening We have a 70 degree day coming at some point because we all live in the Midwest. And that's how it works snow during Halloween, 75 degrees sometime in November.
4: Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: Man, we got a lot going on today. We got a lot going on in studio right now. We got Greg setting up for the extravaganza, which I can't do like former. Uh, afternoon host and now morning show host here, Scott Miller does. So we got a bunch of sports stuff going on. I've got music getting set up for Dia de los Muertos, which we'll be celebrating, and I'm okay if we criticize my pronunciation of it, but that's going to be happening in a little bit. Eric just walked in studio with a bunch of food, and he obviously knows his way around and how to get here. He is the owner of Eric's and Eric's Two, which I wound up meeting him the other night when I was there. And you know what, man? Screw this topic, Eric. You're you're sitting down now. Why don't I chat with you? How you doing, man? Hey, not bad. Pretty yeah, just good. Just grab that microphone and pull it up next to you. Here, I'll turn it off. Great, Aidan. Hey.
7: How are you brought, doing, buddy? I brought you some good food today. It
0: smells amazing. And by the way, I mentioned that you were coming down, and Greg, our sports guy, obviously knows you. He's like, oh, man, Eric's going to be in studio. He has the best, what did you say it is, Greg? The chimichangas. best chimichangas in all of town. Is that right? Yes. Yes, okay. we do. And we yep.
7: appreciate that, Greg. Yep.
0: Yeah, you know what's interesting about that, too, and I was talking about how you make your food, is you put a lot of emotion, a lot of feeling, and a lot of care into it, right? So that's part of the reason why it's so good?
7: Yes. And that's what I did today. One of my waiters was saying, Eric, you're still in the kitchen? I sure am. And I said, and I was like slaving away. And I made this carne sala It's so good. I think you'll love it, Greg.
0: I'm I'm awesome. I'm excited for it, yeah. man. Uh, do you guys celebrate Dia de los Muertos? Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's
7: kind of a little bit. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll go out there and do that. My, my kids, they did that yesterday hey, and all that and everything. That's cool.
0: So, yeah, and yeah. there's yeah. another event actually at the Children's Museum this weekend, and it just so happens that the guest I have in studio who's here to play music, Marco, started that event, so I'm going to talk to him about that too. There's a lot going on, and it's kind of cool that the uh, National, the History Museum here in town uh, celebrated this holiday last week, even though it's not... The right day, it's, it's actually tomorrow, and they celebrated it a week early. But I'm sure they didn't want to compete with the other event going on at the Children's Museum tomorrow. So it's, it's cool to be a part of this and to, you know, acknowledge that there's more than one culture in the world. That's exactly. not Exactly. Right. It's a little bit for everybody. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And plus the food's going to be delicious, man. Exactly. It does smell really good. I hate the fact that you walked in in the middle of a bit. You put the food in front of me, man, and I have to finish this segment. (laughs) I have like another 40 seconds until I can actually take a break. Uh, But we got a lot coming up here on The Craig Collins Show. My wife who was going to dress as the Katrina and come in, texted me and she's like, I can't get in an Uber dressed like this because I took the car Uh and she didn't want to embarrass herself by like hailing a taxi or getting in an Uber. Forecast from the heart of Illinois, ABC chief meteorologist Brian Walder. Tonight, mostly cloudy and cold. A few lingering sprinkles may turn to flurries, a low of 30. And then the flurries stop, thank God. Saturday, mostly cloudy and cold, a high of 40. And on Sunday, partly sunny, a high of 47. I wanted to celebrate... Diaz de los Muertos in studio. And actually, I used to do this at a different radio station in Chicago. On Fridays, we'd bring in a food guest, we'd bring in a music guest, and we'd kind of have a party in the last hour because that's how you want to start your weekend. So we're going to try this out and hope that it works here. Uh, I have Marcos Mendez in studio. Uh, Menendez in studio, right? Menendez. Oh, Mendez. okay, I got yep. it right the first you time. You the first time. See, I doubted myself. And you're going to play <laughs> La Bamba, and then we'll chat with both of you guys. Yeah. But take it away, Marcos.
8: All right, here we go, uh, La Bamba, here we go. Um, y'all know it, sing along with it.
9: La bamba. Para bailar la bamba se necesita una poca de gracia, una poca de gracia. para mi patilla y arriba y arriba, ahí arriba y arriba, arriba. Por ti seré, por ti seré, por ti seré. Bailar la bamba, everybody. Bailar. Bailar la bamba y bailar un grito Uy 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 otra vez vámonos! para bailar para la bamba para bailar la bamba se necesita una boca de gracias. Una boca de gracia pa' mí, pa' ti Ahí arriba, y arriba ¡Ay, arriba, y arriba, arriba Por ti seré, por ti seré, por, por ti seré. seré Bailar la bamba Bailar la bamba Bailar la bamba Y bailar
0: Uh, that was awesome. That was that was really awesome. I'm going to clap for you guys. I'm, I'm clapping for Eric, too, who was yeah. on the song. This is the most ridiculous accidental radio segment in the history of radio segments, by the way. Because I didn't plan. Like, I wanted, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, it would be fun to celebrate a holiday that's not probably celebrated often on the radio station here. And so I go to the uh, the event at the museum, and there's Marco singing his heart out, including... A really emotional song that I don't know if you have any intention of playing today but that's when I was like I have to book this guy in the radio show <laughs> he you. you told a really great story at a and then you you are an amazing singer so it was cool to have you in and then I go to, to Eric's too and I just did this on like a, I want to see the rest of game seven somewhere and I bump into Eric and he's like oh man WJBC I was on that station for years they probably asked you to host before they got to me. I think Eric was doing shows a week before me, and he's like, nah, I can't do this too. I've got two restaurants to run, right?
7: Exactly. No, but it, it was great. It was a pleasure. I remember uh, Dan Sweeney, one of the greatest men that, that, that's still around. Yeah. Uh, great person, great bay heart, and uh, he will do anything for you. Well, but he's he's still around, so and you hope you're in, listening, Dan.
0: Yeah, I hope Dan's listening, to You You brought in some food. What is this food that I'm eating? Uh, that's one of the good
7: foods that I kind of, it comes from my mother, the way she cooked it. She cooked it so good. And I learned it just by watching. And it's like, a lot of people say, Eric, you need to uh, cook something, you know, something different for us. So today I was like, you know, the restaurant kind of slow today. And then I said, I'm going to go ahead and cook this carne yisada. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to translate it. But it's really, I kind of push it a little bit on my customers. Okay. And they say, hey, they love it after they had it. Okay.
0: I want to say that real quick too, by the way. You do push items on your customers from time to time, but you should listen to this man when he tells you to try something. Because my wife had your egg roll, your egg roll, and and you were explaining it to us, and she was thinking, ah, it's later at night. I can't handle anything spicy. Maybe I shouldn't do this. And then you whipped up this homemade egg roll that was fantastic. It had chorizo in it and stuff. It was really, really good, she said. And so if he ever recommends something to you at one of his restaurants, do it. Don't, don't say no. Just let Eric make really great stuff for you. Uh, thank you both for coming in studio. Marcos, real quick, I want to talk to you a little bit about the reason that I initially wanted you in. Diaz de los Muertos. There's a, a second celebration of this holiday here locally at the Children's Museum. Yeah. I found out that you're connected to that somehow.
8: Yeah, yeah. So I I heard you a little while ago, and I didn't I didn't start it, but I did. I was part of an organization uh, called Conexiones Latinas of McLean County that was integral in uh, making the connection with the with the Children's Discovery Museum. They came to us and said, "Hey, would you help us kind of uh, introduce this uh, this celebration to the community through the uh, Children's Discovery Museum?" And, they wanted to make sure that it was cult- culturally um, accurate. accurate. And yeah. so we, got, we had a group come together, and it was me and a few others, Mara Toromorn, uh, who's with uh, Illinois State University, uh, Rocio Rivadeneira, she was also involved as part of Conexiones, and, and we really uh, helped to... Uh, build that thing, and that was six years ago, I think. So wow. they're now in their sixth year.
0: What I about guess. the one at the museum? How long has that been going on? That's been going on for about two years now, I think. Okay,
8: uh, and that one's a, that like you like you mentioned, that was a great event. And so you, when you mentioned carne that reminds my grandmother as well. She was a she was a restaurateur and and she like like you did. She also she did a little bit of singing as well. So so right. coming in here and having that connection of like <laughs> cantador and restaurateur like yeah man this is good. This so feels how was feels it? right was it good? It was fantastic All man. Right. So yeah. yeah. So she used to make the carne guisada and you're right like uh, stewed meat. Like you said a while ago, man. Is that how you say it? Or the other thing is, is that she never used ingredients. She would tell me, mijo, just. Use this much, and she would point to like a little <laughs> ball in her, hand, or like a little, right. like a little plum, and she's like, "Just put this much." And I was like, oh, "I'm never gonna remember."
0: That's this. no, that's that's like when my wife tells me how to cook something when she's away, because she'll go to Mexico for like a month at a time, and the food in my house will deteriorate rapidly if I'm alone. <laughs> it's frozen pizzas, so she'll pop me up on like Facetime and be like, "No, Craig, make a dish much better once." <laughs> And then she'll tell me how to do it, and everything's like a handful of that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. There's no measuring cup for that. No. All right. we got a bunch more to talk about. I've got to take a commercial break. I'm already behind. I'm thrilled that you guys are both in studio together. This is the most accidental segment in the history of radio, (laughs) but it's going to be great. More Dia de los Muertos, more a bunch of whatever.
5: JBC.com.
0: Look, even if you're stuffing a whole taco in your mouth in 35 seconds before you come back for the radio... It is delicious food that Eric makes, so that was a wonderful—I inhaled that. That might have got uncomfortable in the studio. I think you both witnessed what looks like speed eating or some sort of eating contest, but it's great. It's great food. Radio hosts, we only have so long to eat it. All right, Marcos, you're in studio with more music for us first, and then we'll chat with you both. you got another song to play. Go ahead. Yeah, on. yeah,
8: one more.
9: Uh, so we got uh, Volver. If you know the song, Volver, sing along. Este amor apasionado anda todo alborotado por volver Voy camino a la locura Y aunque todo me tortura Sé querer Nos dejamos hace tiempo Pero me llegó el momento De perder Tenías mucha razón Le hago caso al corazón Y me muero por volver Cántalo Y volver 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 A tus brazos otra vez Cántalo Llegaré hasta donde estés Y yo sé perder Y yo sé perder Quiero volver, volver, volver Este amor apasionado Anda todo alborotado Por volver Voy camino a la locura Aunque todo me tortura Sé querer dejamos hace tiempo, pero me llegó el momento de perder, tú tenías mucha razón, le hago caso al corazón, y me muero por volver, y volver, volver, volver. Volver, volver, volver.
0: Oh yeah. That is live music inside the much. studio at WJBC. Mucho you guys are great. By the way, I just got a text message from my wife. She's like, I'm so proud of you for doing this segment to me. I'm not doing anything, Betty. I appreciate the compliment. I'm happy that you're proud of me. But these two people in studio are the ones that brought us all the food. And I, I think it's amazing that you keep singing along, too, by the way. That's <laughs> my karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric's, Eric's in studio. He's like, we got karaoke this weekend, man. You got to come out and do it. you you got what are you, What's going on at Eric's uh, uh, Friday and Saturday? Uh, Friday and
7: Saturday, we have a little bit. Everybody's been asking me about dance music. And uh, just kind of just, you know, after uh, everybody has dinner, uh, people in the hotel and people around Bloomington, they kind of know me. So there is just a little get, get together so everybody can, uh, you know, mature people and all that can come over together and just have a little bit of fun.
0: There you go. And yep. you're probably going to wind up singing at it at some point, too, because I feel like you're one of those guys. Like, anytime someone's got an um, instrument around, Eric's like, you know what? I can sing. Let me do this, too. Right?
7: <laughs> hey, my wife, she loves she loves karaoke. So Does she, she? She loves to sing.
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, she's got to get in the studio then, too. we got to make this party uh, bigger. She's got to oh, yes. come down. we got to get Dan on the phone. Uh, Marcos, by the way, I know you got a bunch of stuff you want to talk about. There's a a songwriter's session that's coming up. I have to take a break here again in a minute. Then we got to get to some news. Sure. But I want to chat with you both about those things. Uh, but before I take the break, just because the premise of this originally was to celebrate Dia de los Muertos, can you give us just a little bit of insight into why that day is special?
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dia de los Muertos is uh, celebrated, and so it's it's really a very personal holiday uh, or celebration for a lot of people um growing up i 't necessarily we didn 't necessarily celebrate this day, but as uh, i 've kind of grown older and understood more about this the, the day of the dead or día de los muertos uh, it 's really resonated with me because it 's a celebration of the life and the memory of those that have passed before us and um, everything that we do um, is a product of what those that came before us, right? So we've, if it's even family or even if it's like the, those that we just have grown up to know throughout the years. So remembering them, remembering their memory, uh, keeping that memory alive, and that's that's the biggest thing. And so uh, that's where the culturally relevant piece is. Is like it's very personal. So knowing that it's a very personal day, it's not um, Latino Halloween or yeah, right. Hispanic <laughs> right. Halloween. That's right. not what it is. It's something completely different. Yeah. Uh, and it's very personal. So
0: Yeah, and, it, you know. It's almost, it's, go almost ahead.
7: it's almost like Memorial Day. Yeah. It's exactly like Memorial Day. Yeah. It's someone that when someone passes away, you just don't think, oh, yeah, someone just passed away. It's something that it's Dia de los Muertos. It's something that you have in your heart. It's, it's the same thing as Memorial Day. Someone that you always think about that person. That was in your life that
5: lived in
0: Well, and it goes to a, one of my favorite parts of, of uh Latin American culture, and it's the connection to family that exists there because as you said, it's a memorial day, but not necessarily for for soldiers or anyone. It's a memorial day for the people in your life, the, the family members that you've lost that you want to remember. I have to take this break because I'm gonna be late, but it's it's a really important holiday. And just if you need one frame of reference, and I know maybe you guys won't like this recommendation, go see Coco. Coco's a pretty good movie, and it, <laughs> it has a good one. It has they,
8: a, it is good. They had culturally the people on the film that, had, that were references for the cultural uh, piece. So yeah, they tried
6: good. to make it accurate. Did. Good movie. And it's Disney and Pixar. 12.30 WJBC forecast. A cold rest of our Friday. A little bit breezy in time to wind gusts as high as 20 miles an hour. We'll see increasing cloud cover for the rest of the day, saying into tonight. And maybe even a couple of light showers or some scattered sprinkles moving through the area later this evening and overnight. As colder air moves in and temperatures drop close to 30 by tomorrow morning, we could see a couple of flurries possible, but I'm not expecting any snowfall accumulation like what we saw yesterday. Saturday looks dry, but cloudy and cold. High temperatures around 40 degrees, maybe a little bit breezy at times. with wind gusts as high as 15 to 20 miles an hour, and partly sunny skies continue into Sunday. Not quite as cold, but still seasonably cool for this time of year with high temperatures in the upper 40s. Highs on Monday will be in the low 50s. That's the warmest within the next week. But cold air returns by the end of next week as high temperatures by next Thursday will fall back into the 30s. From Heart of Illinois, ABC, I'm Chief Meteorologist Brian Walter, and that is your AM 1230 WJBC forecast.
0: This is the Craig Collins Show. Welcome back. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier today. I should have probably mentioned it uh, during this hour. But this is not a Spanish-language radio station all of a sudden. It isn't a regular English-language radio station, WJBC. But we're celebrating Dios de los Muertos. we got Marcos Mendez in studio. He's got some great songs to play for you guys. And they're in Spanish. You know? <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead, Marcos.
8: Yeah, so this song right here, this is the one that, uh, uh, that uh, I played at the History Museum that... Uh... Uh, I had said It was special because it was part of Dia de los Muertos And uh, my grandmother passed away In January of this year And uh, sh- every time I would go home She would ask uh, for me to play this song Because my cousin also plays accordion And so when we'd get together She would have us do this song But this one uh, this one goes out to my grandmother Marta Here we go Clavado en este rincón.
9: Como tú clavaste a mi corazón, estos tragos que tomo yo, son pura tristeza, y son mi dolor. Te fuiste y no sé por qué, yo sé que me querías, y sé que me duras por si acaso quieres regresar te voy a esperar te voy a esperar tragos amargos licor que no me hacen olvidar me siento Que hasta me pongo a llorar Te fuiste y no sé por qué Yo sé que me querías Y sé que me adorabas Por si acaso quieres regresar Te voy a esperar Te voy a esperar Otra vez Ragos, amargos, licor, que no me hacen olvidar. Me siento como un cobarde que hasta me pongo a llorar, que hasta me pongo a llorar, que hasta me pongo a llorar.
0: That is awesome. That is that is awesome. Great job, man. Gracias. Yeah, thank you for coming in studio, both of you guys. Um, a little bit, tell us a little bit about that song, because you said it, it reminds you of your grandmother. Is that okay to talk about on the air?
9: Yeah, yeah, for
8: sure. So she's, uh, my grandmother used to sing uh, whenever we'd go home for, for events. My grandfather played accordion, and she would sing, and all of her family would come over, and they'd play rancheras. That's the, the style of music, is mm-hmm. a ranchera. And uh, she, it, we, the house would be always filled with music and laughter and fun and kids running around and uh so uh, we, we would always go to her house to go celebrate events and things, and so her house was like the place to be and the place to go, and wow. so uh, it I get emotional because I'm, I mean, obviously we all miss those times, but rem, again, remembering that, remembering my grandfather, remembering my grandmother, yeah. and uh, making sure that those memories of them uh, don't fade away, right? Yeah, um,
0: that's the exact point of the holiday.
8: Yeah, it's the exact point of the holiday. <laughs> and so, so that's why this song specifically. I mean, I know that I'm going to go home, and and she's not going to be there to request it again. And so, mm-hmm. it's going to be up to me to continue it, right? So, um well, thank you for yeah. sharing
0: it, man. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, that is one of the songs that you played at the museum. That I was like, man, this dude, like, you're really touched, like, <laughs> tapped into your music too, which is cool. And actually, trying to somehow turn that into a segue about food. Um, <laughs> Eric, it's, it's the same basic principle, the passion that you guys both have when you make things, when you create things. How long have you been a cook? How long have you been making food, Eric?
7: Well, it just goes back to the same thing he's talking about, about your grandmother. Yeah. It's grandmother always, they know best. They're good. They're excellent. <laughs> and mother, you don't challenge you're still, you're still you're still the best mom, too, also. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's a grandmother. She was always, always took care of me, always good good food, and-
0: and that yeah, see, look at that—they're they're bonding in Not studio anymore. now. And these yeah, guys,
7: and, yeah. it, and, it, and it's touchy, and it's and it, you know, grandmothers always great. Yeah, I, I grew w- up with her. And
8: yeah. what I little about it too is my my family was in town visiting from Texas, and then you was to be doing this show, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, like like Eric said, like yeah, my my mother was there, uh, and she was hearing me sing this song here in memory of my grandmother. and It was wow. her mom who passed away, right? And so that added layer of like seeing her keeping her mom's memory alive that was also
0: a yeah and sense. like bringing that message to other places because you're originally from texas so yeah. you're here in the the middle of illinois playing a song about your grandmother and your experiences living out there and it's it's exactly what that's why i like culture so much from your from uh, mexico and from a, a lot of the latin american countries and that's why i like this holiday so much because it's something that i don't think we do enough as americans remember the people in our own lives that have passed away that that are no longer with us. We don't celebrate death the way that we probably should. And that's something that I think it's a, it's a really good lesson to learn. One I learned through my wife through uh, this holiday and through a lot of the things that they do. She would go to the graveyard sometimes just to spend time with her family members who passed away I I am not a fan of the graveyard. That's not a place I want to go. That's not a place I want to go, <laughs> yeah. go hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, that's the kind of thing that she's into. All right, we're gonna we're gonna uplift the spirits a little bit. I got a commercial break, and then I am just gonna chat with you guys about the the fun events you guys have coming up. But thank you both for coming in studio and celebrating an important holiday. It, it's been a lot of fun, um, and we got a little bit more Craig Collins show next, and then the extravaganza high school football tonight. Easy. Welcome back to The Craig Collins Show. Just a few more minutes here on WJBC, and then we're uh, handing it off to high school football. But I wanted to talk to you guys. It's We're having some great conversations off the air, by the way. That probably <laughs> should be a podcast at some point. Yeah. Uh, what are some events coming up for both of you? What are some events happening, taking place at Eric's in the next few days, or Eric's 2? You have two different locations. And by the way, that Eric's 2 location, you restored that place, right?
7: Yes, we, 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 we did... Uh the Eric's, the one on Wood Street. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, that's the one we, we went ahead. It used to be the old park store where I used to go there when I was 10 years old, mm-hmm. buy candy. <laughs> and I was tell my mom that we can fish some more. And we used to go buy, we used to go shopping there. And she used to say, oh, no, I'm going to go home and cook for you guys. And I was like, no, just let's go get some mayonnaise and bologna sandwich and we can fish some <laughs> more, mom. And I was 10 years old and look where I'm at now. I own the place. I fixed it all up. It's a beautiful place, and I have a lot of heart to it, and I put sweat and equity in there, so. But it's there, it's gonna be Eric's for a long time, and I had a lot of people coming by and telling me that I improved it a lot, so.
0: Well, you know what's kinda cool about your your locations and the culture of them, too? You had a regular uh, that I met, Dwayne, when I went out there the other day at Eric's, too who's now a bartender, it seems like there's communities that prop up of just people who make friends at your bars. They seem to be very friendly atmospheres. And it's probably because you're such a friendly and personable guy in the first place. Yes. You go out, you say hi, you introduce yourself. But Dwayne was awesome, man. That guy was having a ball and he, I think he's only been working there a couple weeks, but he's like, man, I was a regular with Eric for years. And I was like, I want a job. And you, you hired him as a bartender.
7: Yes. He's yeah. a excellent person. Yeah. Uh, I got excellent waitresses, waiters, and Dwayne just came up and he was just a regular and said yeah I'll help you out and it's hard you know I'm not a franchise I'm not nothing but it's it's simple we're there and sometimes I wish that we can give food come out perfect just like every other restaurant but I'm trying that's all I can do <laughs> you know I'm trying and just try it out and come over and support uh, mom and pop restaurant well
0: and like i said too, have a really good time because the people you meet there are going to be very friendly there's a lot of places you're going to go where you're not going to have the same experience you're not going to have eric walk up to you and be like hey man you got to try my egg roll that i'm going to go make for you (laughs) right now you got to try this egg roll it's great that's it
7: that's a special kind of atmosphere yes i I love it and like well i'm glad your wife tried it out and i was i was kind of persistent telling you try it and, and she did and then she says I love it yeah you know, so yeah exactly pretty, you know.
0: well cool so what events do you guys have coming up then you got um, dancing you said and, and kind of a event just hanging out that kind of stuff yeah on and this then uh, we're
7: going to start having karaoke back again and uh, uh, karaoke at Eric's and you know karaoke over there at the other place and dancing music on after 10 o'clock Cool. Karaoke little in little Espanol. Espanol,
8: too, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish, yeah, dance
5: in
0: Spanish. <laughs> well, what do you <laughs> think? I uh, listen
8: to La Bamba.
7: Huh? Yeah, there you
0: yeah. go. <laughs> uy, uy, uy. Now you got a shark gonna pop into karaoke yes. and sing. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna bring his own guitar. Yes. Uh, Inconspicuous. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't draw attention to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You bring in like two guitars. You do the <laughs> things like you got the drums strapped to your body. Um, by the way, uh, Marcos, you got a couple things coming up that are kind of cool. You've got a uh, writer's yeah. workshop of some kind, right?
8: So no, so it's called uh, Midwest Songwriter Sessions, and got essentially it. what I do is. It's been around for a while. Um, It's it's I've had it at several places. It was in downtown Bloomington. It was at the uh, it was at Normal Theater for a while. It's called Midwest Songwriter Sessions. Essentially, bringing in singers singer songwriters to come and share the craft of songwriting and kind of get a peek behind the curtain, essentially. Oh, cool! Uh, And it's evolved into now a house concert series. that's held at my house. If you want more information about it, you can go out to Midwest Songwriter Sessions on Facebook or on Instagram and you can find information about it. But essentially, uh, just getting folks in, this past, uh, last weekend we had Dan Hubbard in, uh, and he came in and played a a small intimate setting listening show set. That's essentially what it is, is folks to come in and listen to songwriters, not only sing their songs, but tell their stories. Uh, Sometimes stories behind the song, right, that you don't necessarily get uh, in a big venue.
0: It's really, really cool. I can think of a restaurant that might enjoy to put that on every once in a while, man. I can think (laughs) of a nice intimate venue. A nice intimate venue. a nice with a lot of friends and some really, really good egg rolls. (laughs) That are made and, with uh, chorizo and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So on, the, on the
8: November the fifteenth, we have a guy named Brian White coming in. He's from a band called The Damn Quails. Nice. Uh, and so he's going to be in. He's this is the second time he's been in town now. So wow. Last time he came, he came out and hung out and enjoyed. A, we enjoyed a great show with him. So
0: that's cool that you open up your house to that man. That you uh, just in- invited all of Bloomington to come on out to your place. <laughs> yeah. You know, whoever wants to come.
8: Fifteen dollars uh, and all of that though, that uh, goes to the artist. So nice. that's the cool thing about it is that we we're not looking to uh, to profit off of this. We just want to make sure that. Artists get paid.
0: Yeah, very, very cool. Well, I, I thank you guys both again for coming in. Um, before I let you guys go, Eric, I'm just curious. How how long do you think some of your longest regulars have been coming to your shop? Some people that, that have known you and have been around with you for a while, people like Dwayne, how long have they been coming regularly to hang out at one of your restaurants?
7: Uh, they, they, I mean, they've been, I've been there 10 years already since uh, we had Eric's. And we had uh, well Dan Sweeney always came by. Yeah, Dan still, Sweeney's one of those he's, regulars. Is, he's one of those regulars that come over and checks up on me and make sure I'm doing okay, and he's supportive and everything. So, and uh, we have uh, uh, lots of people. I can't even mention right. names, and it ke- just keeps on going. Well, and cause that's the that's it, it's to not to be in both places all at once. Yes, yeah. So, you have
0: your wife in one, you're in the other one. Yes, usually so, working. Yeah,
7: it's, but uh, it's uh, you all everybody's support helps out, and got great food. So. It's kind of the more business we get, the more staff I can get. So yeah. it's, it's, it's tough.
0: Well, and the reason I ask you that question is because when I went the one time, it felt like everybody was already friends. And I don't know if that's just because of the environment of the place or because they all had been going there forever, but I was curious if maybe I was the only guy who was new and everybody else yeah. knew each other because that's how friendly the environment was. Um, i got to take one more break. Greg's got to flip in to do some some high school football. But check out both of these things. Check out that workshop. Um, check out the Sing songwriter session is that what it's called? Midwest songwriter session. Thank you, buddy. And where do they find that?
8: Uh, it's on Facebook and it's on Instagram. I'll update uh, once we have shows and things that are going on. Uh, you can see it there.
0: Cool. And then uh Eric's and Eric's too. You can find both of those places in in Bloomington. Just around you go. Yes, uh, one is
7: right there by our famous park and zoo. Yeah. Across from Miller Park on Wood Street, and the other one is over there by uh, Farm and Fleet. Uh, and they just like a commercial says, uh, just look at the billboards. And uh, they're up high, and you can see them a mile away.
0: So, <laughs> awesome, yeah. dude. And next time I have you in, I'm probably going to have to get Dan to come in, right? We're going to exactly. have to figure that he out. We're to
7: try that out. Come
0: yep. on, man. He's got to come back. He's got to help the listeners get to know me by bringing in a WJBC legend. All right, a little more Craig Collins.